1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, Asif, every industry is feeling the effect of COVID-19. There are some experts who suggest that Canadian job losses could soon jump to $3 million. Given what's going on with non-essential businesses shutting down, what has the impact been on your industry, Asif? Well, Tina, with our industry, there's a lot of yeah, angst and uh, you know people are stressing because they've either already bought houses and need to move or they've sold their house and they need to buy a house. So there's been a lot of stress and you know being deemed an essential uh, business in the marketplace, that has helped with some anxiety. However, it certainly isn't business as usual. Now, are you advising clients to hold off even putting their homes on the market? We're not necessarily advising people to put their homes or not put their homes on the market because the the market itself is relatively strong right now. And the people that you're getting into your homes are the people that absolutely need to buy. So if you look at the number of showings that we've had, it's very low. We're down about 70% in showings. However, the sales have not dropped off, meaning the people that are coming out, we're not getting the tire kickers. We're actually getting serious people that are buying these properties. Now, if buyers are actually going into homes, what precautions are agents taking? And are virtual tours working? Virtual tours and videos are working. A uh, property that we just sold on Saturday, the gentleman actually showed it on FaceTime. The clients were very well uh, aware of the unit itself and ended up purchasing it. They just wanted to see the interior of the place and uh, ended up putting an offer that actually took it. It was multiple offers. The other thing is we have a lot of precautions in place uh, because we have to be careful. The safety of our clients and people that are coming out is the main thing. We are limiting face-to-face. So we have uh, you know rules and regulations set out before anyone even makes an appointment. They have to agree to a number of terms. And you know one is they have to confirm that they haven't traveled outside of Canada. They have to confirm that nobody that is coming in is ill. No one has come in contact with anyone that is ill. They have to also confirm that they will not be touching anything in the home, not using the washroom facilities, and they will not be bringing unnecessary family members. We're limiting it to maybe one person or two people going in, no kids, and that they will sanitize their hands before and after going through the home. Now, do you predict um, a price drop, or does that depend on how profound the likely recession will be? It really does depend on that, but at the same time, it's supply and demand. And right now, we do not have supply. So with less people coming on the market right now, the supply is going to take even more of a hit, and demand continues to be strong. I'm predicting what's going to happen is it's going to be like that little mini recession we had in 2008, and coming out of it, the market is going to be so strong that it's going to make 
the last couple of months look like they were slow. Now, you mentioned this already. In spite of what's going on, you sold a property just days after it was featured on this show. Heather Cooper joins us next with this week's hot listing. What do you have for us this week, Heather? This week's hot listing is a stunning custom-built home on a beautiful tree lot in the Glen Williams neighborhood, right in the heart of Hilton Hills. This home has four bedrooms, four bathrooms, an amazing layout. This property is almost 4,000 square feet. It's absolutely gorgeous. The kitchen's big with a 12-foot island, perfect for entertaining, hardwood flooring, lots of large windows. It's got it all. Asif, what do you think about this property? 4,000 square feet and that 12-foot island kind of stuck out for me. The kitchen is absolutely gorgeous. Windows surrounding it all around. It's bright, it's spacious, high ceilings, and the flooring is incredible. Wait till you walk in. It's got a double-sided fireplace that greets you when you enter. This home blew me away when I first walked in. Heather, one more time, where can our listeners get more information about this property? Okay, this property, it's listed for $1,348,000. It's located at 10 Aaron Street, that is in Glen Williams. And for more information, they can contact me at 905-554-5522. And Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? Tina, they can get a hold of me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. When we come back, why it is so important to support local and small businesses during this time. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 1059 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 1059 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Our first guest today is David Greenspan. Uh, David's been in the real estate space for over 15 years, helping realtors with their marketing needs, and he's the co-founder and vice president of Kits Keep In Touch Systems, a marketing system for the real estate industry. David, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. David, tell us a little bit about the uh, impact of COVID-19 and and what it's meant for your business and what advice do you have for small businesses? I mean, this is a time where uh, it's very important for businesses to reach out to their clients and, you know, what are you telling them? You know, I think communication at this time is is integral for everybody. I think that uh, no matter what line of business you're in, including ourselves, we're a small business. We've got employees. We have production facilities, so there's a lot of difficulty in um, going fully virtual without uh, fully shutting down business. At the same time, we are very sensitive to the fact that, you know, everybody's in the same situation right now, and and not everybody has been deemed an essential service. And so for small businesses, I think that it's important that, number one, for all of us as a community everywhere, no matter what we do, that everybody does practice the responsibility we're supposed to be practicing right now so we can flatten this curve. Um, I think that, you know, this this is the time to be selfless and not be selfish, And I think as more people become selfless in the way we go about what we do on a daily basis and how we operate, this will end a lot faster and we'll all get back to our normal routines, which means now that the impact that this is having on us as businesses in this time right now will be limited and will be a lot shorter than what people might be uh, anticipating it to be. So I think from a communication standpoint, it's important, right? Um, Connect with not only friends and family and loved ones, but connect with uh, your 
you know, your customers. Reach out. See how people are doing. This is not a time to promote and advertise. Um, this is a time to reach out, make conversation, and continue to build on relationship, with it, which is exactly what we really should be doing on a regular basis in life. Yet in the normal course of, you know, a day-to-day as a business, we're always out there always, you know, trying to grow our business. And a lot of people take a, an approach to doing it in a commercial standpoint where I'd like to say, you know, from what I do for a living with Kits and Mindshare 101, a lot of that comes back to just the, the open communication of building relationships with people. And that's really where we're at right now is, is just keeping in touch, making sure that everyone is, you know, doing well at this time, their families are doing well, because... I think the number one thing out there right now is fear, especially for small businesses and people that are, you know, Tina mentioned earlier in the show that it could hit 3 million people that are unemployed. And there's a lot of anxiety out there. There's a lot of stress and they want to hear from, you know, people that they care about and trust. And this is a great time to reach out. It it, it really is. And I mean, I think that, you know, it's important that everybody recognizes everybody is scared right now. Everybody, not everybody has employees, but for those of us that do, you know, our employees are scared right now. We're scared as business owners right now. How are we going to continue to pay the employees? Um, I know for for our offices, our landlord and my suppliers have not come to me and said, hey, don't worry, buddy. You don't have to pay your bills today. We still have to pay. Mm -hmm. We're all in the same boat, though. And again, I think that through the proper communication, the proper open lines with people, letting people know exactly what's going on, again, be that your employees, be that, you know, suppliers, be that colleagues, friends, family, clients, just talk about it. And the more we can talk about it, the more we're going to be sensitive to each other, the more we're going to have that open line of communication, which is now going to assist us all in getting past this. David, you seem very optimistic. What do you say, though, to those businesses and those owners who think they may not survive this, that their business will not survive this? You know, know, it's a great question, and I would say to you that uh, I'm in the same boat. I'm scared. I'm talking to clients every single day, trying to figure out how to keep my clientele on board, how to, you know, encourage people that the more we do to flatten the curve, the faster we'll get through this. I do believe, though, Tina, you know, go, go beyond COVID. Let's talk just real life. Let's talk about everyday life. Positivity is what gets us through the bad. And if we do dwell on the negative and if we dwell on the things that are going wrong, we're always going to be focused on the negative. Whereas when we focus on the positive, we start to find that silver lining. And I know some people look and go, oh, give me a break. But no, it's real. When you can focus on the silver lining and the positives that have happened, no matter how big or how small they've been, you will be in a positive mindset. You will be able to win more. And I believe that that is just a, a, you know, call it the the universe working in its, its mysterious ways. So to those small businesses right now that are scared, again, I say you're not alone. I say, though, the more uh, positive thinking you can do and the more you can reach out and help others, the more you will be helped. And, I mean, look, take this, take this into a um, – take the analogy of this. You've got movies and stories and books and, 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 and any of those that we've ever heard. And, yes, it could be, you know, from Hollywood or whatnot, but the hero, the hero is never the one who's out there selfish. Never the one who's hoarding, who's only thinking about themselves. The hero, the person that comes out on top, is always the one that's out there helping others. So the way I look at it is, yeah, I'm scared. Yes, 
I've got clients right now that are making decisions based on the fact that they're scared, which is affecting me, bottom line, financially. I've got conferences that I'm, you know, supposed to be speaking at that have now been canceled indefinitely. So from all those different angles, if I can sit there, if I continue to sit there and go, woe is me, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Well, I'm not going to help my own situation. Whereas if I can go, look, I'm going to manage that accordingly. And now I'm going to go out there and I'm going to see what else I can do to help other people. The more I'm helping other people, again, I strongly believe, and I've done this for years. And so I know it's true. The more positive I am in helping other people, somehow I'm going to be helped. I don't know from where, and I don't know how. Tina, that's where the optimism comes from. You know, David, the, the one thing that we can control is our attitude, and, and you've got a great one, and I hope that, you know, we can expand on that and share it with people and let them know that there always is a silver lining. I mean, in real estate, we've been telling people it's a good thing that you purchased this house when you did because it's the one thing that's still appreciating because a lot of people have lost a lot of money in stocks and other investments, businesses, and it's a great time for them to be thinking about that, and we're reminding them of how much that property has appreciated. What advice do you have for businesses then coming out of this? You know, because we are going to get through this, there will be a time when we can move on and people will be out and about once again. What is the first thing that businesses should be doing when this is over? I'd like to go even before that, Tina. It's a great question. I I think that everybody right now needs to know that this is not the time to hide out. This is not the time to uh, catch up on your favorite Netflix. This is certainly a time to take in the moments with family. I mean, so many complain about Mm -hmm. being too busy and not having enough time. Enjoy this. There's your silver lining. Enjoy this time with family. At the same time as a business, don't hide out. If your plan, and I assume and I want to encourage everybody listening to this, have this plan, that you will be floating, things will go back to normal, this will end soon enough, then you've got to remain relevant right now. And again, it's not go out and promote yourself, but it's stay afloat, stay visible, reach out, be in touch with people. Because now, Tina, when this thing does end, at that moment in time, it's not going to be that, hey, it's green light, you can go back and open your doors up again. It's going to be, you're just going to naturally wake up in the morning like you used to and you're going to go open your door. Not, we now have to restart everything. So I want to encourage everybody, consistency is the magic ingredient to anything we want in life. Continue to be consistent with what you're doing. Continue to be out there. Help with the community. Be a source of information. The more you're doing that right now, the less you're going to have to adjust when things come back to normal. You're just going to be back into your groove. That's great advice. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. And if listeners want to connect with you, how can they do that? Absolutely, um, and thank you guys for very much for having me. Uh, everybody can go find me at mindshare101.com. Um, that's, again, mindshare101.com. On there, you'll be able to find uh, a lot more information about myself. You'll be able to connect with me on the social medias, whether it's mindshare101 on Facebook. It's at David Greenspan 101 on Instagram. Um, but by all means, if you go to the website, you'll have a, uh, just a whole wealth of uh, ways to get in touch with me. And I invite anybody that wants to chat, that wants to reach out, please do, and uh, let's connect together. When we come back, the impact of COVID-19 on landlords and tenants. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 1059 The Region. 
Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Asif? Our next guest, Tina, is a familiar name to our audience. It's Bita Delisi, and Bita has over 20 years of experience in the real estate industry. She's a real estate broker, a property manager, and a licensed paralegal. Bita, welcome back. Thank you, Asif. You just aged me, but it's all good. <laughs> hey, you know, Bita, there's been a great deal of confusion at this time, and we wanted to hear straight from you. There's a lot of landlords calling and asking you know, what happens with their tenants that are refusing to pay rent at this time because they've heard on the news that they don't have to. Enlighten us. Okay, so there's a lot of uncertainty right now and concerns surrounding the COVID-19, okay? However, one thing is certain, okay? The tenants cannot, cannot, cannot stop paying rent, okay? That is something that is certain. The Residential Tenancies Act says that the rent is due on payable on or before the first of the month, which means that the rent is considered late if it's not paid by the day that it's due, okay? Right. If uh, this is a, a huge, you know, I may sound a little insensitive here, but landlords, if your tenants uh, are telling you that they're not going to be paying the rent, you have the, you have the right to start the legal process by issuing and serving an N4. Okay. Now, the only two people that can put pen to paper and fill out and serve the N4 is the landlord or their legal rep. Mm-hmm. Not realtors, not a friend of uh, the landlord, only the legal rep and the landlord. Okay. So the tenants cannot stop paying rent. The tenants cannot use or, or request to use their last month's rent to cover up the month that they cannot pay. Because what happens is, you know, the last month's rent that's being held by the landlord, if the landlord agrees to eat that last month's rent up for April 1st, come time in the future for the tenant to actually leave and, you know, pay for their last month, usually the tenants skip out on, the, on making that payment. Okay, so okay. just to be clear, the landlord has the right to serve any notice in order to commence a legal proceeding and a paper trail. And I absolutely stand behind it, and I recommend the landlord to do it. Now, the landlords are not allowed to evict anyone at this time, right? Okay, so just to be clear, it's not that they're not allowed to. It's What's happening right now is that all in-person hearings, so effective March 16th, Tribunals Ontario has implemented a new policy in order to postpone all in-person hearings and to reschedule them to a later date. So uh, they have alternative hearing options, such as written and phone hearings. However, a landlord right now can issue an end for serve it to the tenant, file it with the board, and they have to wait for a hearing date in order to obtain an, an order to evict. The landlords that have an order to evict in hand, effective March 16th, the enforcement office has been given direction by the government, the provincial government, to halt on all uh, enforcement eva- on all enforcement in order to evict. So all the tenants that were supposed to get evicted as of March 16th are not being evicted. That's what's happening right now, which is going to cause a huge chaos uh, in the next coming months. And it's going to be a huge backlog. Now, suppose you're. Uh, you're a landlord, and your tenant has come to you and said, I'm not able to pay rent. I heard on the news that I don't have to. 
what is the process? I, I mean, I, I hear there's a, a link that's supposed to be coming out April 1st for people to be able to claim money from the government in order to assist them paying rent, but it's not necessarily you don't have to pay rent. There's assistance available to you after you pay that rent. Absolutely. So you're asking me what some relief options for tenants, right? Correct. So communication is key, okay, because if, if the tenant is coming to the landlord, I, I hope that they genuinely need the assistance and the help of the, of the landlord. I have I recommend three relief options for tenants, for the landlords to refer the tenants to. Number one is a rent bank. Rent banks are fantastic, and what a rent bank is, is it, it does exactly that. It lends money to tenants who are in, in need. Uh, tenants who have lost their job, tenants who are sick and they can't work. The rent, the Toronto Rent Bank actually provides interest-free repayable loans to low-income uh, households, which is fantastic. It takes uh, between five to seven days for the landlord to get paid their full rent uh, when a tenant applies uh, at the rent bank. And again, uh, tenants who are eligible to apply and get approval from the rent bank of course, they have to be living in the GTA with legal status in Canada. They have to have some sort of uh, steady or ongoing uh, source of income. Uh, if the tenant currently receives uh, any social assistance, whether it's uh, OW, ODSP, or any additional income, um, the province of Ontario will help the rent with approval with the rent bank payments. That's the number one uh, relief option that I'm you know, referring my landlord clients to let the tenants know that the rent bank is, is who they can turn to. The second thing is that credit card payments. For those landlords who are not already doing so, uh, accepting rent payments with a credit card is a great option because that is instant payment, uh, and they can do that by there's a there's an app that they can download and it'll they'll get mailed what's called it's called Square. If you're using any Android phone, this has a, a hookup. It hooks up to your phone uh, and it ho- hooks up automatically to your bank account, so that when you swipe that credit card and you input the the last three digits uh, of the code on the back of the card, the landlord will get instant payment. So credit card payment is is an excellent option. And number three is arranging a payment plan. The only issue that, you know, not that I have with a payment plan, is the only issue surrounding a payment plan option is that, you know, I recommend to put it in writing. However, if that tenant skips out on it or if they're not able to abide by it, how can a landlord enforce an eviction? That's That's the only issue. Yeah. Yeah, but the rent bank for sure. I mean, landlords, let your tenants know the rent bank is there to help give you some relief. So just like the mortgage deferral, which is not a forgiveness, the rent bank is not a forgiveness. So they will defer, they will defer the payment, but they won't forgive it. And and that's a great point that you just made. It's it's a deferral and it's an application process. So not everyone is going to be approved. You actually have to prove that there's an uh, an issue that is preventing you from paying and you may not get approval. So you still are on the hook to pay. And the same with landlords when they're, uh, I mean, a landlord can't apply unless it's their principal residence. They can't apply for a mortgage deferral. And if you do get that, it's an application process. And as well, it's a deferral, which is going to cost you a lot of money and interest at the end of the day. So I think tenants have to understand that, their landlords are not just getting this 
automatic six-month deferral on their mortgages is going to cost a lot of money if they do get it, and it has to be their principal residence, right? Absolutely. There's, actually, the mortgage deferral option is, is similar as to uh, the, the process of qualifying for a mortgage. Exactly. Again, there's a qualification process, and the criteria right now is unclear. The, the, uh, you can spend hours on hold to speak to a representative. I had a client call in uh, on Friday, and they spent six hours on hold, which is an expensive amount of time on hold. Again, new mortgages do not qualify for a deferral. You will require credit check and credit application to qualify. Um, deferrals can actually result in double payments when they become due. And I believe there's a cap. There's a $5,000 cap. Uh, you would actually have to verify that with the lender or your mortgage rep. But if you calculate, if you go on a mortgage calculator, if you go on a lender's website and you type in like a mortgage deferral calculator, they will cap it at $5,000 and you can see how much interest you have to pay. Uh, the interest works have to be double the, the payments for the deferral. It's a ridiculous amount. So if, if for those people who do not have to defer their mortgage payments, please don't because you're incurring a lot of unnecessary uh, cost and interest. And just before we wrap things up for today, what is your last piece of advice then during these unusual times for a landlord and a tenant? Okay, so tenants, so let me start with the tenants. Please do not hold your rent back. Your rent is still due. Uh, keep the lines of communication open between yourself and your landlord. Uh, contact your landlord. Don't surprise them or, you know, by not paying them rent. Don't stop answering their phone calls or, you know, their landlords have expenses on the property. In order for a landlord to keep you in that property, they have to pay off certain expenses, certain ongoing expenses. Because even if that property is free and clear from mortgage, from a mortgage, the property taxes don't stop, utility payments don't stop. So there are ongoing expenses. Talk to your landlord and make sure that you can work something out. Okay, so to the landlords, this is really important, landlords, do not bombard your tenants with, you know, overwhelming emails or threatening text messages that you're going to throw them out. These, especially in uncertain times like this, people are all already going through issues with their job. They're experiencing temporary uh, job losses or layoffs. They're battling their own health issues or, you know, health issues that affected their families. They, the last thing they need is their landlord hounding them. So please work together, come together, work together, come up with some sort of arrangement, um, contact your rent bank or come up with a payment option, uh, just work together. The objective is to keep the tenant in the property. However, the landlord has to have some money in hand to at least pay off expenses. You know, that's some great information. And if our listeners want to get a hold of you for more information or to contact you about their tenant issues, how do they do that? Head over to our website. You can uh, check us out online at StonegateLegalServices.ca. You can get social with us on our Facebook and Instagram uh, pages, Stonegate Legal Services uh, Professional Corporation on Facebook, or at Stonegate Legal Services on Instagram. Or you can always feel free to phone me at 416-937-2766. We're always here uh, to help uh, you with your questions. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.
Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.